We are back, and we've got a review for you on the movie Justice League. I didn't see it, but Robert did. (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly a lot of people didn't see it. It, uh, Supposedly they're saying it's already going to lose money. Uh, It was a failure, even though it got $90 the first weekend. Um, It was better than I thought it was going to be. That's what I've been hearing from pretty much everyone. Yeah, it's still not good. <laughs> okay, um, still not good. <laughs> but no, all the reviews you see on it, especially like oh, Rotten Tomatoes, man. like you mm-hmm. can see them hopping on the bandwagon of, oh, this is just going to be a mess. Blah, blah blah. It is a mess. It's not as big of a mess as like Batman Superman. Oh, the first time I saw it, I hated that. Sure, but it got a little bit better uh, the more times I watched it. This one, it's more fun. Okay, but. They still don't know what to do. There's still obviously studio interference oh. um, because we talked about this before. Um, Zack Snyder, the original director, had to leave mm. uh, family issues. So Joss Whedon stepped in to finish it. Okay. And people are worried that uh, uh, their different directing styles would kind of interfere. Mm-hmm. So seeing the scene, you can kind of tell it kind of definitely happened oh dead yeah so you can you can kind of tell there there's some changes um there was some little quips because joss whedon likes uh you know a lot of funny jokes thrown Mm -hmm. into the movie more humor it kind of messed up age of ultron for me oh that they did that a little too much yeah yeah and it shows here although the one that i thought or the one character i thought that was going to be the most annoying the flash uh he was actually the funniest i would say he was actually pretty good. I could I could see that. I think I saw from one of the previews where, you know, they all show up and they're talking to Commissioner Gordon and yeah. then they all leave and he's the only one there. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. And the Flash is already a, an obnoxious character, so it kind of makes sense for him to be the, the light, the witty one. guy, the witty one. Comic relief. Yeah. I think he kind of is and... and, and I don't know that it translates well in the comic, but at least in the Justice League cartoon, he's yes, pretty funny. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Although I do like, uh, who was it, Michael Rosenbaum that did his voice. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Lex Luthor in Smallville. Uh, I like his voice better than Ezra Miller. Because, hmm. I don't know, I, I think it's they more distinct the character. Voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, ben Affleck as Batman, he was, he was good. Okay. But he was the Justice League Batman. Do you know what oh, I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. So he wasn't the dark, brooding, regular Batman. Like, they actually made a distinction in the comics that yep. he's, he has a lighter tone when he's with the Justice League. They did it a little too much here. Like, when he's in the costume and he's smiling. Yeah, lot, that's weird. That was weird. So, huh. uh, Batman vs. Man, Batman was still really good in that. That was the most comic accurate. This one was comic accurate, but on the bad side. Well, and you know most of that is an act because yeah. you know he has contingencies on each and every uh, uh, metahuman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I love that Justice I League do Doom. Oh yeah, you saw that uh-huh. animated movie, right? So yeah, good. That was, I mean, five years ago it came out or so, maybe a little bit longer, uh-huh. and it's animated movies wise. DC knows what they're doing. Dude, they they got it down. Why they get, why can't they just mimic those? I know. If they take that recipe, they'll make great movies. Yeah. <laughs> and they're already saying, like, James Wan, after seeing uh, he's going to be the director for Aquaman, or I guess they mm-hmm. already shot it. Oh, he's weird. Um, he's done a couple good movies. Mostly it's been, like, the Fast and the Furious movies oh, recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's not terrible. Sure. But after Justice League came out, he made it a point in, like, tweets and stuff uh-huh. to say, I'm locking everybody out of my edit room. Oh, weird. Yeah. So he knows that WB has issues with this, that DC doesn't know what they're doing with the films. There's too many cooks in the kitchen, definitely. So he, um, he's going to try to narrow it down, make it make it good? Yeah. Well, That'd that's be interesting. what you have to do. You have to do standalone movies leading up to a team-up. Absolutely. And they really didn't know how to do that properly. It's better for the character development, I think. And oh, then, yeah. you know, the actors get better practice of finding out yeah. who they are, you know. Well, and that's the part that kind of bothered me. There's no real character development in this movie because you know from Batman Superman that they, uh, Bruce Wayne is already looking at these metahumans. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's going to call on them when the big threat comes to Earth. Sure. Um, it's, it's okay. Uh, 
but it's like a it's like a fifty nine percent in my book. It's not okay. good enough for a D. It's still enough. It's still a failure in a lot of respects. <laughs> oh, they did huh. have Lex Luthor back in there. They did. Oh man! Just at the very very end end credit, they did the 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 double end credits okay. scenes like Marvel does, and he says something profoundly stupid, but he looks and sounds like the real Lex Luthor. Oh, instead of the Riddler. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the first movie was definitely Riddler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wanted to be the Joker. I guess he got his, you know, his script mixed up or something. Yeah, it know. was very Joker-like. Yeah. yeah. If 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 it's just them, you know, putting off as, well, this is the young Lex Luthor, I can kind of be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he ages into the Lex Luthor that we know, then it kind of makes sense. Oh, but as far as character progression... So in Batman vs. Superman, you have a good idea of why Batman wants to fight Superman. Oh, yeah. He absolutely. saw the destruction. He saw the people die. Yep. Uh, because of the collateral damage that Superman caused. Mm-hmm. In this one, and then spoilers, everybody, sorry. Um, Superman comes back. He's in the promos. Of course, we know he's going to come yeah, back. Yeah, we know. We, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. He comes back to yeah. life because most comic book characters come back to life yep. four or five times sometimes um right off the bat it's batman's idea to resurrect him batman talks like he, he was a good chum of his oh, it's like no, no you tried to kill him yeah you, you were had five minutes you were killing him until yeah. you figured out your moms have the same name <laughs> why did that matter it was a, literally a five minute battle where they fought together Ugh. and then he felt bad that superman died yeah in batman superman it was ridiculous and then when he comes back to life it's because of Batman. <laughs> so the the plot, uh, very straightforward. There's actually no subplot in this movie. Very odd. Huh. With a two-hour movie, you'd think there'd be something going on yeah. inside, yeah. something in the background. No. You kept it simple. Yeah, very huh. simple. Um, so the plot is the mother boxes, which, you yeah. know, the mother boxes? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, cosmic cubes, basically, are hidden in the different realms on Earth. Uh, the what's the Wonder Woman? That one, uh, it's like uh, Mascara. Yeah, I keep I keep calling it Mascara. Sorry. <laughs> uh, they have one hidden in a temple. Oh, of course. Um, I think, yeah, I think yeah, no, they don't show that in the Wonder Woman movie. Do no, they? no, they don't. Okay, they might show the temple, but not. Inside. I think they show the temple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aquaman Atlantis has one for some reason. Mm-hmm. We don't really. We basically just get told. People put them there, whatever. And uh, Cyborg Ray Fisher's character, his dad was messing with one, his dad trying to was save messing him. Messing with one, yeah. We saw in Batman Superman, uh, and that kind of bonded to his dying body. So there's the three. Mm. So, uh, oh my gosh, and I totally forgot the villain's name because he's so forgettable. He's forgettable. It's not very forgettable. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf comes from the planet Apocalypse, teleports down, you <laughs> steal these boxes to combine them so it Can... terraforms the Earth. Oh, I see. It's a kind of basic setup. He looks like a video game villain from the PlayStation 2 days. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> Kieran Hines, great actor. Mm-hmm. He didn't do the CGI work, obviously. Oh. Looks nothing like him. He has that good booming voice. Though. Oh, good. Totally forgettable villain. You have so, the uh, the parademons flying around yeah. as his little henchman. That's pretty much it. At least they didn't rush on the dark side. I think they wanted to. I know because yeah. that's what I feared when I first saw uh, Batman versus Superman. Is like, oh man, this is going <laughs> right to dark side. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and it's gonna look like Thanos because it's their version of Thanos. Yep. So the the whole mission, all they're trying to do throughout the movie is to hide the mother boxes, uh, try to fight off Steppenwolf from taking the mother boxes, which they can't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes all of them. <laughs> and actually, he takes one uh, behind their backs. It's so it's laughably bad. Oh, man. So they, so he takes the two from Atlantis and Themyscira. He tries to get the one from Cyborg, but they all defend it. Um, then Batman gets the bright idea. Let's use the mother box. And for some reason, 
if we put Clark Kent in the Kryptonian ooze mm-hmm. that um, Zod was resurrected under mm-hmm. and turned into Doomsday, and we throw the mother box in it and electrocute it, that will bring him back to life. Bring back But who? he won't be crazy, Superman. Oh, Superman, okay. But he won't be crazy because this is just a guess. Weird. It makes no sense, him come back to life. And you remember at the end of Batman Superman, you had the soil rising yeah. around his Yeah, grave. he was already having a heartbreak. Heartbeat, yeah. I mean. Yeah. He could have just come back anyway. in the same movie, and they forgot about that. That's a little weird. He's, he's not alive when they take his corpse out. They actually dig out his corpse and throw it in that bath. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Which Morbid. You had a funny moment because it was the Flash and Cyborg. And they're like, I guess we're the we're the freaks. Like we're the accidents when they're digging up. Like it's it's a funny little character moment, but <laughs> it makes no sense in the continuity. They don't care about continuity, obviously. That is very odd. Superman comes back and of course he's crazy because he just came back from the dead. He see he fights all of them and wins. In the background, mm-hmm. they take the cube. Uh Oh my gosh. And of course, as soon as, um, oh gosh, Amy Adams. Oh, Lois, Lois I Lane. Want to say Lana. I mean, Lois Lane. Lois Lane. <laughs> um, as soon as she shows up, <laughs> Superman shows out. Oh man. So, so basically, they're kind of mimicking the whole Lazarus Pit idea where they kind of go through that temporary yeah. insanity. And they uh, could have done Lazarus Pit. Lazarus Pit would have been way that cooler, by the way. That would have made more sense. That would have been way cooler, because Batman could have known of that because of the whole Rajal Ghoul connection. He makes a hunch <clears throat> because he's like, Wonder Woman, you're a good fighter. You're not a good leader. I'm not a good leader. We need a good leader that people can believe in. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole idea that the mother box will work. Dude, the Lazarus Pit thing would have been sweet. If he's like, Rajal Ghoul, I got a call and you owe me. <laughs> Let's take uh let's take uh this super this Kryptonian and throw it in your Lazarus pit. Yeah. And then he would be totally nuts. Yeah. That would have been way cooler. And see, after that, I was kind of on board. But getting okay. to that point was kind of tough. They have yeah. some good flash moments, like you know, sure. Quicksilver in X Men movies. Yeah, yeah. They kind of do their own version of that with Flash. Actually really works. Wow. And uh the CGI on those parts, super cool. Wow. The CGI they actually had to do CGI on Superman's face. And I'm probably going to ruin this for you if you ever see the movie now sure. because I didn't know and I thought it was fine. Okay. They had to CGI his face because Henry Cavill had a mustache. Oh. When they did reshoots. Uh-huh. And you can tell that it's CGI over. That's so weird. But of course, I didn't know when I saw it. And I was like, ah, oh, his face looks all weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just the <laughs> angle I'm seeing it from. Why but didn't he no. just shave, shave the stash? What's the big deal? I guess he's going to be in the next Mission Impossible. In the oh, movie. they need it. No, yeah. yeah. They can't put on a fake stash? Yeah, that's the thing. That's so weird. I thought it would be the opposite. This is a $300 million movie. We're going to spend extra money to cover your yeah. stash and yeah. make it look bad. Yeah. This is weird. There, this there's is only very, one scene where, where it's really obvious what? where people are taking a picture of it and it's really bad. He's what like, world am I living in? <laughs> this is bizarre. Everything this year has been weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, of course, the finale, they're going to fight Steppenwolf, and Superman shows up at the last minute, and he saves the day. And he's his old quippy self. Like, he's not dour, sad Superman from Man of Steel or okay. Batman Superman. Okay. He's actually Superman. Wow, finally. And, like, the first thing, he comes down through the roof, he punches Steppenwolf through a wall. Nice. And then Batman says, here's what's going on. He goes, hang on a minute. I have to save the people in the town. What? No, that's perfect. Oh, that's great. That's just how it he, is? That's how he's supposed to be. Okay. He's not supposed to be like, destroy half the world, and you see Metropolis fall into ashes, like in Man <laughs> of Steel. Okay. So him and Flash like do a little competition. Oh, cool. He's like, it's East. You go here, and you take care of them. It's like this little family in a little truck. And Flash is like, okay, I got this. He runs really fast, pushes the truck out of harm's way. He turns to his right and he sees Superman carrying the whole school. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my like, that's Superman. That's perfect. So they got some things right. Okay. Um, so they're getting better. Still a disappointment. Uh, the Lex Luthor after credit scene, uh-huh. they show Deathstroke. Oh, no. Which Joe Man- Manganiello, I don't know how to say his last okay. name. Okay. Manganiello. Uh, he looks good. Okay. 
He looks like Deathstroke. Good. He goes on to Lex Luthor's yacht because Lex Luthor broke out of prison. Um, and he says we should create our own league. Oh no, League of Doom. Oh come oh, really? on, it can't be injustice. No. <laughs> oh man, League of Doom would be the corniest thing to do if they did that. Well, what's that ape they have to get? What's his name? General Grodd. General Grodd. Yeah. <laughs> Are they gonna have that ape island? <laughs> Probably. I hope so. I hope so. Probably. And isn't isn't uh, what's Manta Ray? Is that his name? Manta Ray with the big mm-hmm. white. They said that they wanted, and they might still be doing him for Aquaman. Uh, Michael K. Williams be Manta Ray. Oh, nice. I could be wrong. That might not be bad. But if they have that weird helmet on him, <laughs> as good of an actor he is, oh, that would man. still not work. Unless they're going to go completely cheeseville on it and, and make it almost spoofy, it might be actually good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and speaking of which, the Aquaman stuff was, it was all right. How he's, was he? He's kind of a jerk. Okay. He's not the greatest actor, obviously. I knew he'd be a jerk. Yeah. What about uh, Cyborg? How was he? Uh, Kind of forgettable. Man. To me, some people really liked him. Uh, What I do like is at the very end, he gives a booyah. He does? Yeah. All right. Aquaman's like, hell yeah, we did it. And he goes, booyah. Dude, if it's bad, they should just do Teen Titans. <laughs> <laughs> They him could. and Beast Boy would be funny. They got uh, Deathstroke and Cyborg. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they could. Why not? So, yeah. It's, huh. It is what it is. They're only going to have Aquaman slated for next year so far. They don't know what they're going to do after that. Obviously, they're trying to say, oh, we'll do movies of this, 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 this. And they don't have any real plans. The Batman movie, we don't know what's happening. Uh, ben Affleck, even after a year... Is still saying I might not I might not do this anymore. I know I know he's been kind the of year. freaking out about it. Yeah, Legion of Doom though. No, I'm not. Huh. A fan. Isn't Solomon Grundy in that too? That would be cool, but it would be too much like the Hulk. <sighs> yeah, that's true. CGI wise, I think he would look like Hulk. Huh. But I like Solomon Grundy. Me too. But they should put that in a Batman movie instead. You know, it'd be fun instead of Legion of Doom. What? Just shelf that. Let's get. <laughs> Why don't we get yeah. um, Bizarro Bat, uh, Bizarro Superman? Because he's kind of. I don't know. I don't know if it's PC. Is it not enough. PC? Because he's kind of retarded. No, I don't think he is. <laughs> no, I think he's just backwards. I think he's just all backwards. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I was never a fan. How of frustrating him. would that be in a movie? <laughs> that would be obnoxious. Yeah, here's Superman trying to like solve the world's problems. He has to deal with this dude. Yeah, you know, there's so there's actually a lot of good Superman villains. It's not oh, as, as yeah, great yeah. as Batman villains. Yeah, but Brainiac. Brainiac. Well, I thought Brainiac was in the ship. Yeah, and they haven't used him. No, it's crazy. Yeah, he's right there. Yeah, waiting. Uh, Metallo. You remember him? Metallo. Uh. Uh-uh. And then there Metallo. was the one android that. Uh, they created oh, Star Labs yeah. that like became sentient. I love that. Kind of like their Ultron. Yeah. But he ended up being good. Yeah, he's cool. What is his name? He's like gold. Right? Not Booster Gold. Not Booster Gold? Oh. It it looks like him, kind of. Um, oh. But there is also Parasite. Parasite. That could steal Superman's powers. What about Metz- Metzaplik? <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that how you say his name? Mr. Mixel Pitlick. Mixel yeah, you have to say his name backwards to get rid of him. That guy's annoying. That, yeah, that would be funny for like a little <laughs> no, short. No, not a movie. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. They could bring in the demon, though. Or uh, Interkin? Is that his name? Etrigan. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the demon. He's cool, dude. But he's not really a bad guy. No, that's not. That's, well, sometimes he is because uh, he, he's enslaved by that, that enchantress lady. Yeah. He has to do her bidding, remember? And then I think Do Superman really helps him. Do we want Enchantress again? No, we don't. <laughs> and her dance? <laughs> no, we don't. Oh. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. So I just think <laughs> I think it's funny if they did a League of Doom, they don't have that many villains left alive. True. <clears throat> well, Joker. Joker was supposed to be in Legion of Doom. Yeah, Joker's alive. Lex Luthor, Deathstroke. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Everyone else has died. True. Doomsday's dead. Zod is dead. So it had well, it would have a dark side for sure. I I don't know. I think he he was in the cartoon one. I'm pretty sure. I think he, I I see him more as a loner. Loner. 
Yeah. Not working with others, but like Huntress and these other ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Cheetah. Cheetah. And Copperhead. I think he was in it. Oh, yeah. He was kind of weird. He yeah. had a ter- terrible suit. And in the, the cartoon, they used that uh, magician guy. Oh, uh, yeah, Mr. yeah. Shade. What is that guy's name? Huh? Mr. Shade? Mr. Shade. Something like is that, that the one that also lived forever? Like, lives forever. I don't know. He's like immortal. I, I never liked him in the cartoon because it was obvious that they wanted to use different characters, but they couldn't. had the rights to, but they couldn't use. Oh, yeah. Like, did you notice that? They couldn't use the Joker after a certain while because they weird, wanted weird. to put him in a movie. It's very weird how that worked. Yeah, yeah. he was like, he would be, he would be in some episodes and then disappear. And he, yeah, it was very weird. So you'd have these like C-list characters that's like, they sound kind of like the Joker. Why is that? Who is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. But in the films, we just need to replace the Joker. Completely. Yeah. With somebody like it, the Jester. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they didn't do that. Or what was it? The the Creeper? The Creeper. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a good guy, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. I don't know how you feel overall about the DC films, but I'm not, like, impressed other than Wonder Woman. You know, I mean... It's, this is a big step down. From this Woman. new... These new films, Wonder Woman, you know, I'm totally down with. Yeah. Um, Batman versus Superman, I've told you this before. Like, I'm not completely angry with it. I, I just feel like they cram too much into it. It you was, know, it was I, a missed effort because these are the two biggest superheroes and yeah. they could have made that movie amazing. It could have been way better than it yeah. was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I guess I'll have to see this one and really judge for myself. But um, well, I guess we'll see. I'm not, I'm not really, I mean, after Suicide Squad and everything, I mean, these movies for me are, are fun, mm-hmm. but there's things about them that definitely disappoint me. And, um, but you know, they, like, I think Josh said this, but, uh, you know, Marvel and, and Fox have had a lot longer to work on these. Yeah. So, you know, DC's just trying to, you know, find their, their niche, find their style. And once they do, I think it'll be good. Oh yeah. You know, they just need to find their recipe. Yeah. I think they're running into a lot of the pitfalls that Sony had because they're constantly rebooting their characters. Yep. But it's better just to stay accurate to one depiction and focus on making that good. Well, I, yeah, I'm think I'm with you, man. I think what you need to do is find a, you know, if you're gonna do Justice League, mm-hmm. you know, find the storyline that you that fans love and people love, and then find a director that loves that yeah. too, and that's his passion, and then you'll be fine. Yeah. And find writers that love it and know it. Everyone has to know it and love it. Read it in and out teach some classes on it i don't mm-hmm. care you know study it yeah everybody including the whoever the composer is you know what i mean that's the other thing yeah i knew you were gonna go there <laughs> thank you for bringing that up because i i told you the other day i was totally right about the danny elfman sound uh, uh, score because it's horrible it's yep. horribly out of place but he has little odes to the original superman theme okay that shows up for half a second. Sure. And little themes. And this one was really obvious. Two times the theme for the 89 Batman showed up, which he also did the score for. Oh, weird. So out of place, everything else is forgettable of that huh. score. That's a horrible score. So he does some like reprise um, light motifs, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then everything else is just kind of like underscoring. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. He came in at the last minute, and it shows horribly. That makes me sad. Yeah. And the Batman one is, it could be so awesome, mm-hmm. but you know it's not the same Batman. Right. He's in the Batmobile, the, the huge, crazy one with mm-hmm. the machine guns on it. And you see his face. What? So his light, his light motif is not fitting. Yeah. Because the Tim Burton Batman was like gothic. And yeah. this one is just like, oh, he's uh, They're trying to make him and shooting parademons and. He's smiling. So they're trying to make him more like a Metropolis-style um, hero. Because yeah. you ever notice, like, when you when you read, like, the Superman comics, they're bright, sunny. Yeah. You know, um, they've got a different vibe to the art. Yeah. It's always, like, the sunniest day ever. You know what I mean? 
it's always bright outside yeah. and you see the sky and it's nice blue it's blue and then the yeah. nights are like starry nights there's no yeah. clouds it doesn't rain ever it's gorgeous and then gotham yeah. is just raining and dark all, all the time, time. <laughs> yeah it's cloudy smoggy but yeah sister cities in this makes no universe. sense I, I think one's supposed to be new york one's supposed to be chicago i don't know yeah. maybe man some people say manhattan versus brooklyn i don't know versus new jersey new jersey whatever <laughs> i don't know <laughs> makes no sense to me so yeah but they, all right they, they, they kind of messed up in the first place getting Zack snyder to build this world sure. he's not a world builder yeah he's a visual director yeah yeah which he does that fairly well i'm huh. okay with that but yeah he was not the guy that they should have gotten to kick off this universe hmm. i wonder who they should get well who they should have gotten hard to say yeah because you need somebody like uh kevin feige with marvel he never really he knew he knows the comics mm-hmm. but he never had a hand in them he had a hand in the movies sure and he always wanted to adapt them more to the comics because he was just a big fan there you go and that's yeah. what we need we need another they need to find a fan mm-hmm. and a that, producer that's yep. a big fan it needs yeah. to be all the way down so that doesn't like deviate from the story and I mean somebody that can stand up to the yeah. studio so there's no interference yeah yeah the studios should understand that because um, I mean look who's who's gonna buy these tickets you know what I mean it's not your 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 average fan you know oh I see a Superman symbol I'm gonna go see that not anymore nope it's somebody who actually they they go out there and they collect they buy they go to all the cons yeah the they're, they're gonna be blogging about this yeah and if you don't do a good job, they're not going to go next time they see that Superman symbol. I think that's kind of what happened this time. I think it's what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So in my showing, there was a, it was obviously hardcore fans. Nice. And the, the theater was packed. This was uh, the Thursday night, the first showing. It was pretty packed. It was pretty intense. Um, but I got that feeling. That people were disappointed. Well, the people were disappointed. And people wanted fan service yep that made them care for these characters the way that they cared for them in the comics yep that that's how i saw it because you know studios that, that that don't do that that they're basically giving the finger to the fan exactly and you know lucas did that to us well and you know uh, the Brian singer with <laughs> x-men yeah oh man the he's the worst shoots, the leather shoots you Dude. like you like the yellow no yeah. no no comics allowed on the set yeah give me a break because he doesn't know how to read comics. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I don't know if that's the reason. Or IDs. Or IDs. Oh, oh burn. Oh, we know what gosh. he did. He just hasn't been caught. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It's gonna. It's so, a matter of time. I, I, I don't like any of his other movies, really. There, he has, like, two good X-Men movies. And that's yeah. It. So this whole thing going on in Hollywood about sexual harassment coming out, kind of glad. It's about time, man. I mean, we've but all he needs to get out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've all known. Yeah. What's been going on? Nobody's yeah. said anything. Well, and you heard the other one, Brett Ratner, the what? guy who directed uh, who directed X Three. Really. The, the hack, Brett Ratner, is one of those. <sighs> yeah. I think it's just gonna keep going and going and going. Some of these guys I really liked as far as their abilities, but it's hard to just separate them from the horrible things you've heard them do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, just that business. I mean, we've seen movies where women have to do certain things to get certain roles. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? So it had to come from somewhere. Oh, yeah. And people were fine with that, you know, for forever. And it's good It's good that they're standing up against that. Yeah. Because that shouldn't be it. That should never have been that way. Well, and I just feel bad because all the victims, they waited like so long for this to come out. Well, I think it just takes a, uh, you know, one brave person, and then it snowballs. You know, yeah, more more join in. Yeah, what's good? I hope so, so let's skip the dour stuff. I'm sorry, go off on a tangent like that. Whoops. Um, now Punisher. Punisher, let's man. Let's go on to Punisher, the Punisher. new Netflix show. Punisher's been good, dude. And you actually finished it. I I'm did. A little behind. I won't give out too many spoilers. But uh, John Bernthal. Dude, That's, he's uh, surprising. He's uh, really absorbed this role well. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely believable as a good Frank Castle. I thought so too. Absolutely. Um, I, and it's crazy because I hated him in Walking Dead. I you thought know, he was so over the top. 
And I just never liked his character in Walking Dead. You know, I, I mean, I did at first, but he got about Rick. Yeah, he got he got a little out of control, and yeah. you know, when he was gone, I didn't miss him. Yeah. But when I saw him in Daredevil, yeah, as this guy, I'm like, this is he was born for this. This is his role. This is going to be. I mean, this is great. I mean, they want to do a movie. I'll go see it. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm really liking the storyline. Mm-hmm. I'm liking um the characters, all the other characters that they brought in. Karen There's nobody back. that has bugged me, and, and and including uh, what's her name, uh, Karen Page. Yeah. She bugged me in Daredevil a little bit. I always know? liked her. Um, I just she just kind of bothered, and it was more second season. You know, yeah. than, than any than first, yeah. um, but she's she's actually really good. Um, and then it's pretty amazing who they've got. You know, they he's, he goes by Billy first. Uh, this is kind of a spoiler here. Don't look at this. <laughs> I already read this. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, microchip. Microchip is awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I I kind of was worried because I've seen him in other. Um, in this other show that Jackie likes called Girls that I do not like. Oh. Show, I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't know why I watch it with her. Well, speaking of sexual harassment accusers. Oh. Lena Dunham. Is she one of them? That's another thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. She wrote a book about how she... Yeah. It's oh. bad. Oh. Is she uh, a victim or is she... No, no. She's, perpetrator. She's a perpetrator. What? Yeah. So that's another reason why I never want to start Girls. That doesn't surprise that's me, actually. The, the show... So she's actually <laughs> harassed somebody. Yeah, I'm taken back. Yeah, I'm taken back. By but anyway, but he's good in this. At he's least. very well. No, he's a good actor in that. Mm-hmm. It's just he he's the character is really really annoying. Oh, <laughs> and in this, I love him. He's so good, so good. And uh, the the what's her name? The uh, Homeland Security agent. Is it uh Diana? I can't remember. Yeah, I believe so. I think so. it is. But she's awesome. Uh, another great actress. And then um, the guy who plays, I think it's Agent Orange, is what his code name is. With the eye. With the eye, yeah. Rollins, yeah. He's actually a really good actor, too. So there's a bunch of good actors in here. And those are the two I would think, like, okay, they're going to be the the kink in the chain. They're yeah. going to be the, the weak link. Nope. Nope. They, they, they really uh, did a good job. I like the the topics that they cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they really, um, you know, cover how um, soldiers struggle, the PTSD, post-war, mm-hmm. yeah. and how some of the support groups don't necessarily help. Yeah. Um, and I really like uh, uh, the the angle that they come at, um, and really the. This, each episode was really good. There was very few that I didn't like. The mom. Oh, she was yeah. only the weak link to me because she's obviously a pack-a-day smoker. She has a voice. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fit, huh? <laughs> it didn't fit her. Okay, mom. <laughs> it was very deep. No, I did notice that. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot about her. Uh, Sam Stein, I thought he was going to be the obnoxious overactor or trying to be the quirky, funny guy. He did a little bit of that. There's some. He but didn't go too far. No, he yeah. was he was pretty calm. Um, in fact, I don't think we really had anybody that got too on my nerves. You know, like uh, I, I would say the acting was very high quality. The production was high quality. Yeah. Uh, there's some. There's not a lot of funny moments in this series. You know, but there was a couple there that I was like, oh, that was hilarious. Like the the drive up to the woods. The drive up to the the woods. Yeah. He's eating a bag out of a bag. (laughs) He busts out that huge hoagie that's wrapped in foil. That was pretty funny. What you got there? Hey, where'd you get that? I made it from stuff in the fridge. Sorry you didn't know. You you make one for me? (laughs) No. That's so good, dude. I was not expecting that. That was a nice little surprise. I did like that. That was good. That was pretty funny. Um, oh, my gosh. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. In the comics, was Microchip an older guy? I think in the cartoon, I'm... 
or in the Spider-Man cartoon because yeah. they did a couple episodes with Punisher. Uh-huh. It was like a guy with uh, white long hair. If I remember right, yeah, I think he was an older guy. But was um, that microchip or someone else? Shoot, good question. Or was it like a fat nerd? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 did a believable nerd with him though. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not really sure. Um, I can't remember in the comic exactly. I mean, I remember uh, Jigsaw more than anything. I mean, that was like the big villain, you know. Um, and I remember how he became Jigsaw was pretty crazy. I think I think Punisher tied him up in uh, barbed wire, if I remember right. That was one of the ways that he got all jacked up. Oh my I don't know. The, I don't know the whole story. Um, but it's pretty nuts. But that doesn't happen in this series. I'm not gonna ruin anything okay. by telling you that. I was lo- I was hoping for it though, because it get it get there's some amazing. Uh, I don't know how far you are, but there's amazing battles. I mean, fight scenes that are absolutely incredible in this. Uh, yeah, I've seen the fight scene in the woods. Um, that one was and good. And the episode after that where Frank is still recovering. Uh, right. That's where I ended so far. Oh, so Mike, Microchip in the comic was kind of a fat, nerdy-looking guy, yeah. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it was one of those two. I don't see the white hair, though. They didn't They didn't go with the, the stereotypical... Oh, that's fine. Break Fat away a little bit. Or old, like, loner guy. They do kind of have him here, kind of more like the. It's yeah. a little closer. But he's still got the weird yeah. green glasses. And I thought um, in the first couple episodes when they were telling you a little bit more about Microchip and mm-hmm. his family, that uh, I thought it was hilarious. I don't think this was on purpose. But they had that, they didn't even encounter each other yet. Mm. But he was calling uh, Frank Castle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Frank Castle would run up there and would run up to the, the roof where he thought he saw him and there would be the phone hanging on mm-hmm. there. And so he's freaked out that somebody knows who he is. Yep. That's pretty good. And then Frank Castle finds out who he is mm-hmm. and goes to his house. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going to like, sleep with his wife or something <laughs> that's what i was afraid of yeah I, I was laughing so much like you just see him like waddle into the because he uh the wife hit him with hit the car Russell with the car which is hilarious he waddles into the house i'm like oh gosh here it goes he's gonna get his revenge <laughs> totally right <laughs> but it never happened i mean uh-huh. she did end up kissing him right oh that's spoilers for me is that i, oh. I figured I can't remember what episode that was. There's going to be a little bit of friction there. They were kind of leading up to it. Oh, shoot. No, it's okay. But uh, do you remember, um, uh, it was kind of weird, Daniel uh, Weber's character, Lewis, uh, you you see the scene where he's digging out that foxhole and he's laying in it. I mean, that's really kind of sad, man. That's really sad. And his dad loves him. Yeah, and we almost shoots his dad. You you didn't see that part? Oh. I thought that was already in the that no. was that was around the that was before the foxhole thing. Do you remember that? No, the he has fox. the nightmare and he fires off the gun. Oh, he shoots by his dad. He by his dad. His, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I, like, I, what? He shoots at his dad. <laughs> is what I meant to say. That's what I meant. Yeah. But no, that that dad was so sad because uh, at least up until what I um, up until what I saw, um. He stabbed the guy. Yeah, at his house. Oh, comes back home. His hands are bloody. He's got no shirt his, on. Yeah, he has. He's got no shirt on. He's yeah. going nuts. Oh, uh, and his dad is so is, feels so bad for him. He's like, you know, when your mother died, it was really hard on me. And these pills, it took me a long time, but yep. these pills helped. So please, I love you. Take them. Yep. He gives him the big hug and and kisses him, and he just walks away like super sad. And then he this this son just walks and tries to you know hide yeah. his hide his bloody hands and all this stuff i feel bad for the dad i feel it's so hard bad man that's so hard you know and he wants his son to know that he knows that he believes he's a hero and yeah. here he wanted to be a part of that elite team yeah but that elite team wasn't that good man you know it, <laughs> it was it was bad for him he would just end up dead yeah anyway ah oh, man but he was he was not all there so it's better not to put him back in that situation, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I can't wait for you to see. So you're on episode seven, you said. Oh, finish seven. Yeah. Finish seven. What, what happened in episode seven? Do you remember? It was just Frank recuperating from the arrow. The arrow, okay. 
Yeah, it gets crazy nuts after mm. episode seven on. <laughs> Just see This seems like the most um <laughs> like so far, like if I was in even kind of Daredevil season two or Luke Cage, like that would be like the, the drop off point. Mm-hmm. In quality like you know they're kind of just they always do that yeah 13 episodes yeah it doesn't feel like it with this one at least so far no it didn't actually and uh it's pretty crazy how much crazier it gets good and then you think it's done like like there's an episode where you're like i thought it was the last one Mm -hmm. because it felt like it should be yeah and then when it started again i was the icon i looked at each other like oh no (laughs) it's gonna go bad oh right that's what i thought thought the milk's gonna go bad and it didn't they were actually able to squeeze out one last even better episode wow (laughs) i'm like how did they do that (laughs) and it's just dude they're brutal too it's just so brutal (laughs) like you're gonna love it there's some there's some uh, like shockingly nasty amazing parts like you can't believe he just you're like oh my gosh can't believe he just threw that at them and it blew up you're gonna know exactly what i'm saying oh now. cool and the audience cool. who's already watched it probably will already know what i'm talking about it's a nasty thing that he throws at them and it's one of their friends and it blows up <laughs> you're just oh. like what the heck did i just see that oh. i have to rewind that a little bit <laughs> oh that's cool it's pretty cool dude yeah it's pretty it's in in the whole uh you're gonna love the punisher look mm-hmm. like he the way he actually evolves into it you know it's really good. Well, in the first episode, they show him with the old, uh, the old jacket, the old uh, shield, yep, on him, and I thought that was a really cool look. That was a cool and look. And then they had a little time jump, and he's chilled out. He has a alias. Yep. I thought that was a cool look. So once they go back to something like that, or even better, you're cool gonna thing. love where they where he goes actually. Oh, where he goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he well, I mean. He brings, he kind of modifies that look a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's more believable, you know. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, the way the story goes towards the end, like the way they wrap things up, because you're thinking, how in the heck is he gonna get away with this? Mm-hmm. And they they do wrap it up pretty well. Sweet. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you'll love it. it it's actually, it's actually, I could see it happening. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that makes sense because they can't. He might need him in the future, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. So that's pretty cool. Good. I knew this showrunner I would be able to trust. Mm-hmm. Steve Lightfoot, I brought this up before, was the showrunner of Hannibal. Mm. Really, really good show, especially for NBC. Mm-hmm. They got away with a lot, a lot of bloody stuff. People are saying, you know, this show is, is junk. It, it just showcases gun violence, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's who the Punisher is. Yeah. I mean, basically, it teaches you everyone should just have a gun. Yeah. It's not quite saying it's bad. No. It's not saying it's good either. But if everyone have a gun, then, you know, might be okay. <laughs> might be all right. Maybe. Because there's times where, like, even one person who is really against guns, guess what he's looking for when the time comes? He's oh, for yeah. The gun. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe everyone should just have, like, a state gun. Like, that's given to you. Here's your government-issue gun. You have to take this class. You have to get your license every year. We have to do a mental evaluation on you. That would Why be not? That would Why be not? Good. Okay, everyone and has guns. you can get it taken away. And every bullet has your name on it. How about that? <laughs> every single one. Yeah. And you can't use any other gun but this one that has your name on it. Or else. <laughs> that, that might yeah. be a good idea. Not bad, right? Yeah. I think people will be less likely to use it if, you know, it has your name on it and that's the only one you can have and you have to be held responsible. Make sure nobody takes it. Yeah, Yeah. no one else can take it or use it. Maybe it has to be activated by fingerprints. I don't know. They already do that. Yeah, Yeah, why not? I don't care. Yeah. It's there for protection. That's the whole purpose. You don't need need a semi-automatic or a full automatic to go hunt for deer. No. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Not unless you're going to give the deer guns to shoot back at you. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to have the edge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just my opinion. They, they don't have fingers. They can't shoot it anyway. No, I know. True. Well, 
<laughs> oh, man. Maybe we should give guns to monkeys and then you have to go hunt the monkey. <laughs> that'd be a disaster. That'd be horrible. Oh, that'd be kind of funny. We already give monkeys cigarettes. Come on. Yeah, they're they're trainable. <laughs> Anyways, we got on a tangent. But Punisher was really good. So you're gonna like it. Hopefully you finish it soon. Oh yeah. After yeah. the craziness of this weekend's over, I'll be able to finish it. Sweet. I, I had a hard time last night staying awake. Just I was just hoping to finish so oh, I could man. do this. But that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk more about it when on the next episode. So uh what do we got next? We got the disaster artist, right? Which we just found out oh, it's not coming to Albuquerque until the eighth oh, of December. So, so this next week, at least for me, it's gonna be catching up on they finally started playing uh two smaller movies, uh Ladybird. Ladybird and three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Hmm. Uh which that one is Frances McDormand, uh huh. trying to get justice for I believe her child oh. died and the sheriff of the town isn't really doing anything to uh, you know, punish the killer. So oh. she puts up three billboards. Oh, it's, it's I have very, seen. Very dark, yeah, I've seen uh, that. Humor, it seems like. Oh, okay. And Lady Bird, I have no idea what it looks like. It's getting like almost perfect reviews. Really? Uh, I can never say her name. Sorry's Ronan. Okay. Sorcy, whatever her name is. She was in uh, the last Wes Anderson movie, The Hotel. Is it The Hotel? I, I love that movie too. I I can't think of it. I don't know that I saw it. I I've seen it so many times and I love it. And the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. Oh, that movie. Okay. Very good movie. Very stylized. Um, she was good in that. She had a small role in that. Oh. Uh, she's been in a couple other things here and there, but she's getting great reviews now. The director and writer, uh, her name is Greta Gerwig. Okay. She was in. Uh, this movie movie from uh, Noah Baumbach called Francis Ha a couple years ago. Oh. And she was like the breakout star because she wrote and uh, was the main actress in it. And then she just goes up, I'm going to make my own movie. It's going to be blah, 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 blah. And it's stellar. Really? Stellar oh, my I, gosh. I haven't even read the synopsis. I just want to see it for what it is. Wow. So huh. both of those I'm going to try to check out. Very cool. Uh, Coco, also. Coco, Just huh? came out uh, a couple days ago. Uh, it's been in Mexico theaters for about a month, and they love it. It's made a lot of money already. Really? And it's beating out Justice League by a considerable amount. Wow. Yeah. That's because like it's it. a family film. Yeah. Family films always rock. And they say it's uh, it sounds like a regular kind of story. Cool. You kind of tell the arc. But it surprises enough people that it's still, they're finding it really joyful. Wow. So, we'll have to check that I out. I want to see it. Cool. And then, yeah, week after Disaster Artist. We're going to have Star, Star Wars, Wars, man. That's going to be amazing. Can't wait. Lots of, lots of Mark Hamill, like, spreading rumors. <laughs> good with that. He's good. He's, I think I, I think he's having a good time with it. Because oh. people just take whatever, th- whatever he says. <laughs> Too because seriously. he's actually saying things now yep. instead of just staring <laughs> on a mountain. I just think it's so funny. I don't know if we should take anything he said seriously, though. Oh, no. Uh, we should know by now. He's a big troll. Yeah, that's just good. But the disaster artist, uh, yeah, yeah, it's gotten really good reviews so far. Every uh, review I read, I get a little more excited for this movie. I think this might be James Franco's masterpiece. Yeah, <clears throat> which is crazy. He's directed movies before, and they haven't been that great. And then, well, but you know what? He's a funny guy. He is. Yeah, him and Seth. I mean, this is probably where he needs to be. Yeah. (laughs) I hope that this is the, it it gets in the sweet spot where he can be funny, but also act uh, dramatically if he needs to. Absolutely. Because usually he tries too dramatically and doesn't really work out. We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, he might be. Uh, he might be up for some uh, nominations on this. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, he should at least get one for. Do they do an Oscar for Funniest Man? They should. No, they need to. <laughs> they tried to do the Comedy Awards a couple <laughs> no, years ago. You I know. remember. I remember. But uh, if they if they <laughs> if they call this a drama, a yeah. lighthearted drama. Oh, I think it will get. He'll win. If they yeah. call it a comedy, no, he won't get anything. 
just like uh, Get Out. Did you hear about that? Yeah, was nominated because Universal's pushing it as a comedy, as a comedy for the Golden Globes. Are they? Because oh. they want to get a Golden Globe because they I think see. it's easier if it's a comedy. Same thing with oh. Martian a couple years ago. They it's deserved so weird. it, and they so won. Weird. Oh my gosh! So, and I guess it's all how you spin it. Yeah, but it probably, from what I've seen so far, probably deserves an award to somebody there. <laughs> They could call it a neo-noir comedy. <laughs> neo-noir. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, with the way he talks and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Tommy well, cool. Wiseau, man. It's freaking weird. He, he, is he for real? <laughs> we don't even know if he's a real human. <laughs> uh, gotta love it, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the room itself is a terrible but hilarious movie. It it is actually. <laughs> so the making of this <laughs> should it's, be it's gotta be worth seeing. Oh man, it's gotta be. I can't wait. I can't wait. We, we, Jackie may have to podcast with us on that one. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got uh. So we got those movies coming up. I think we're done here. Yeah, um, the only movie after that is right on Christmas, the uh, Daniel Day-Lewis movie. Oh, that's right. Uh, Phantom Thread. Huh. I'm not sure about that one. The I've... trailer seemed kind of boring. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. That's kind of a disappointment. But it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. It could go either way. It could be See very artful and boring or artful and exciting. But Which it's would be about a, a dressmaker. Yeah, that sounds boring to me. Yeah. That seems stress. Yeah. Well, he designs dresses. Oh, that's right. So he's a he's a fashion designer. Yeah. So still sounds boring. Yeah. I don't know. Gosh. But that takes us into the new year, and of course, there's going to be the dumping ground of horrible, crappy movies. Then for January. Yeah. I'm uh. Yeah. In January, I'm not going to bother with anything really. <laughs> Man. Maybe see Justice League again. There you go. I I think I think that's warranting a second viewing. All right. That, that gives me some hope. Yeah. Well, then, we'll leave it at that, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll talk next after uh, the disaster artists. Yeah. And we'll see you guys then. 